You want to sit down while we're... Yeah, sure. May as well, right? We're chilling. Yo, welcome to my summer layer. I'm your host, Sammy. I have no skills that are useful in the upcoming zombie apocalypse, <laughs> you name. I'm on location at Horrorama, Toronto's horror convention and fan experience, dedicated, dedicated, I guess, to celebrating horror film culture of all kinds. Yo, it's like a comic book convention, but for horror nerds. As a quick aside, horror fans are fresh and fun folks. These are good people. Odd tastes, perhaps, but good people. And at Horrorama, I'm chatting with magician Ryan Brown. Ryan Brown has been conjuring up scares with screamers at Exhibition Place. You know that kind of haunted house thing that they do? Uh, He's been doing that for a number of years. And Ryan is known for his horror-based illusions. Yes, horror and magic in one show. Now we're cooking with gas. Ryan shares his origin story with me, seeing magic early on as a kid, and most importantly, with his unique brand of magic and horror. I ask him, honestly, could he as a magician, could he survive a zombie apocalypse? Do you think zombies can be distracted by close-up magic? Well, that's fun. So let's find out if a magician could survive the zombie apocalypse. This is my conversation with Ryan Brown at Horror Rama. Sound, the final frontier. My summer lair is an enterprise, a pop culture voyage with a continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new creators and celebrate established producers, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. And now here is your host, Sammy Yunan. I'm at Horrorama, and I am talking... How would you describe yourself? A horror magician? You, Yes, you are with the magic of Ryan Brown. Okay, the magic of Ryan Brown. So, how did you get started in magic? Let's do the obvious question first. What came first, magic or horror? I would say the magic came first. I got into magic. My parents bought me a magic set when I was five years old, and from that moment on, I've been fascinated by the art of magic. How did horror come into your life then? Um, my father bought me the movie Evil Dead. Oh, that'll um, do it. <laughs> yeah, on VHS, and um, I was extremely terrified when I first saw it, but that's what slowly got me into the the genre, and I was later introduced, my dad later introduced me to Romero's films, so that's how I got into the genre. Is this a, a curriculum your dad was like, had set aside, like once he knew that he had a kid and he was going to like introduce him to his horror, like was your dad a big horror guy? Oh yeah, right into it. He always uh, would get zombie films mixed up, and I would be telling him, no, it was this. Uh, you would talk, be talking about a certain uh, scene in the film, uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead, and I would say, no, this was this movie or that was. So we were always kind of debating over which movies had the uh, certain scenes. And uh, so my dad and I were uh, uh, always uh, communicating our, our, our uh, passion for the genre. It's like a zombie shorthand in a sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and zombies is kind of like out of the horror now that you're obviously an older person and you're consuming a lot of horror zombies yeah. is still your that's your kind of area of yeah, horror totally and so magic now like you said you started off as a little kid and you've been doing this for now how many years uh 22 years 
how did you get like started? Like yes, you started, you got the little kit and everything, and you started going from there. But then, how did you start doing shows and things like that? Um, my parents got me my first show, and it paid me fifty bucks at the time. High five for that! Yeah, that's big money. <laughs> um, and uh, that's uh, was kind of my first exposure. I also did a lot of uh, shows in school. Uh, the local uh, talent show and uh, so getting uh, exposed to these gigs early on gave me the opportunity to get myself out there and what was because you do this kind of combination of like horror and uh, like you perform at Screamers for example right so because you do this kind of horror uh, magic your magic is a little bit more different in terms of the reactions and things that you're trying to get out of the audience or connect with the audience is that correct or yeah like? yeah and um some of it has shock value the magic that i perform while some of the magic that i perform is pretty basic and in, in, in its approach uh, card tricks and sleight of hand magic and uh close up yeah and close up magic and street magic and but i mainly specialize now in stage magic so and for you then like i was saying in terms of the reactions then the audience has uh disgust or like throwing up or something like that is just yeah. as valid as like because traditional magic is like i think a lot of people have an image of like david copperfield or david blaine or something and then yeah. it's like he does something and then it's like you're, they're amazed or spellbound and there's like they can't figure it out well for you I though you can kind of see a little bit of success in my, with my magic i started to think well what are other interests outside of that that i can bring into my magic and with horror movies being one of them that it was a definite given so could a magician survive the zombie apocalypse with the skills that you have as a magician? Could you survive the zombie apocalypse? Yes, um, with a, with a chainsaw, the right chainsaw. Oh, okay, yeah, you have a chainsaw on your act, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. So yeah, so you're prepared then for the zombie oh, apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you think you could use close-up magic to distract the zombie or herd of zombies and then be able Maybe to escape? Maybe stage illusion, but not close-up magic. I don't think close-up magic would be enough. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, you would get eaten at that point then. Yeah. In terms of um, uh, Screamers, how did you get hooked up with Screamers? Um, I started off doing uh, street magic, indoor street magic there, and then they asked me what else I could do, and and then I offered my show to them, and now I've been performing there for three years, so, and we're looking at uh, performing there again next year, so. Nice. How do you build on that? Because Scre- Screamers now has a reputation, right? So now yeah. the pressure, there's a little bit of pressure now to kind of top last year or the last couple of years. So, I, I have to keep delivering uh, new material every year um, to keep the audience engaged and interested in what I'm doing. So uh, last year I had uh, maybe fewer or less illusions. This year I had more illusions in the show. So I always try to amp it up every year with different music, uh, new costuming, um, a new approach to what I'm doing every year so. By tying in the horror aspect, does this feed in? Because sometimes people don't realize it is an illusion, right? And people yeah. still think that you're, I don't know, tapping into the occult or, oh, <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Yeah. Does that kind of still feed into that? Or people are like picking up on the fact that this is an illusion? Because when you tie it to horror like that, then it kind of feeds into that. You know what I'm saying? It does. You're right. Um, I think if you give off the right vibe with what you're doing and you're not exactly... Uh, um, cause there is a more esoteric side to performing magic and I'm not that much into the occult. So, yeah. um, I would say that it's more about for me, the performance and creating character and, and kind of, uh, bringing the audience into a different world. So 
this might sound like a dumb question, but how is street magic different than what you're doing with screamers? Because screamers is the same. You just have people kind of wandering in off the street and you don't fully know what they're going to expect. The style of magic, street magic, is uh, close up, intimate style. We're on stage. You're performing on a grander scale with stage illusions and... Um um, you can perform a sleight of hand on a grander scale, but uh, you have to know uh, the what you exactly how you want the uh, performance to look on stage. So um, there is a difference between street magic and people uh, approaching you uh, from the street. So there is a difference. And you're based in Toronto. Uh, I am now actually uh, based in uh, Halton region. Halton region. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know or are not familiar, what is the Toronto magic scene like? Do we have a magic scene? We do. It's actually a big magic scene, and we have a lot of magicians on the scene here in Toronto. We have uh, a small contest every year called the Best Magician Contest. And in 2012, I was awarded uh, first place at that uh, contest. Yo, high five. Way to go. Thanks. And I was the first to be awarded with that honor, so I'm still pushing myself all the time to come up with new and creative ideas for the Toronto magic scene. And um, it helps me keep my feet on the ground and uh, knowing that there's a community out there. So is it harder to do magic in this era of like cell phones, with all the webcams and all the, it, it can be unless you know what you're doing and you know, which style of magic there are magicians out there who use technology to their advantage. Um, so I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think it's a downside having technology be a part of our lives and and we need it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um but it hasn't interrupted the flow of magic at all, I don't think, in in uh any respect. So nice. And now that Screamers is done, where like are you have any shows coming up or anything that you want to plug? Uh right now, um I'm at Horrorama? Yeah, and um, I'm working trade shows now outside of that. So uh, nothing really to promote right now, but uh, you can check me out on uh, on the web at uh, ryanbrownmagic.com. All right. We're going to wrap this up, and you, you yeah. can do a trick or two for it with me? Sure. Uh, it's going right. to be hard for me to hold the mic. No, 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 don't worry. We're going to wrap this up because I want to see this like properly. Yeah, I'm ready now to like see an actual like, trick. So thank you, Ryan, for taking some time at Horrorama to talk no about problem. magic Thanks and screamers and it. horror. Thanks. Yeah, man. Yo, that was horror magician Ryan Brown. I'm Sammy, host of My Summer Lair. We had to put the mics down for Ryan to do a magic trick. Otherwise, I would have left him on while he did his thing. And he did the Omni-Deck trick with me. I think it has a name, but I'm not sure what it is. Anyways, the Omni-Deck is a crystal clear block of acrylic. So Ryan, as a magician, he places an entire deck of cards in my hands. I'm shortening the trick a little bit, but he basically places an entire deck of cards in my hands. Uh, so I hold up my hand, he puts the deck in it, and I put my other hand on top of it, and I, I clap them together. I keep this deck of cards in my hand. As the trick unfolds, the deck of cards in my hands, the deck I've been holding for the entire time, has mysteriously solidified into a crystal clear block of acrylic. Magic. 
I'll put Ryan's URL in the show notes if you want to check out his mix of magic and horror. It's a really cool show. Check him out. Alternatively, you can follow me. It's not quite as fun as magic and horror, but you can follow me on social media. My Summer Layer for all three. My Summer Layer for Facebook, My Summer Layer for Twitter, and My Summer Layer for IG. Please follow me so we can talk about magic and horror and other fun things. Thank you so much for listening to me in a Netflix world. Magic, yo.